Good morning. This morning we conclude our seven-part series exploring how we can be Jesus as we ride each day, as we have for nearly six months now, the emotional roller coaster which has been termed the Corona Coaster. We're on the longest roller coaster of our lives, ride of our lives, aren't we? With loops of highs and crashing lows and unforeseen twists and turns, which it seems we're not getting off any time soon, certainly not before Christmas, and no one knows anywhere when it will end. To conclude this series, we continue from last week looking both at why rest is critical to sustaining both a vibrant spirituality and to our emotional health. And then how we can find a godly rest to thrive through these restless times. To help us each week in this series, we've been exploring an invitation Jesus gives us in the Gospels, which have been life changing through the centuries. Continuing on from last week's invitation, today's also is to receive Jesus's rest. Then we've been applying these invitations to an ancient biblical practice we can use through the week to work out on into in the gym of our lives to help us to thrive through these days, which is God's desire for each of us because he loves us. Today's practice is the exercise of taking a Sabbath rest. Twice in the Gospels, in different contexts, Jesus invites those who hear to rest. Today we return to the one with which we began this series in Matthew's Gospel, in chapter 11, where Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Here's a summary of today's message in 20 words. We need to recover the rhythm of God's rest for us. We work from rest, not to rest, but at rest. We need to recover the rhythm of God's rest for us. We work from rest, not to rest, but at rest. We have been created by God for rhythm. Why do I know this? Because God, our creator, has a rhythm. And as we heard in our Old Testament reading, we have been created in the image of God, according to God's likeness. We too are composed of rhythms. Physiologically, we live out rhythms of pulses and breath and we know something is critically wrong if our heartbeat or our lungs are out of rhythm. We know God's rhythm as work and rest. If we were to read two to three times the first creation account in the book of Genesis on the first page of the Bible, we would soon identify a rhythmical framework flowing through it. I don't have time to go into it into too much detail this morning other than to say that we can identify that in the first six days there's a pattern to God's work beginning with the words and God said and ending with the words and there was evening and there was morning followed by the name of the day in question. Irrespective of whether you believe me have a look yourself and I'm sure you'll see these rhythms and other repeated words and phrases. We too, because we've been built in God's image, have been created needing a rhythm of work and rest. And therein lies the problem. We need to recover the rhythm of God's rest for us. We work from rest, not to rest, but at rest. Let's use some words from another book in the Bible, the wisdom book of Ecclesiastes, to move forward, to show us how out of sync we've become with our Creator. 
in one of the most beautiful and poetic chapters in the Bible, based around the rhythm of time, the writer of Ecclesiastes reminds us how we are created in God's image with these words, you Lord have planted eternity in the human heart. It was this verse and others that led the early church father, Augustine of Hippo, who lived in the 4th and 5th centuries to declare, Lord, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until we find rest in you. Yet earlier in the book of Ecclesiastes, the writer has identified the reason why we struggle to find God's rest and why we're still restless today because the eye is not satisfied with seeing. In other words, no matter how much we see, we are never satisfied. We always want more. Now, yes, COVID-19 exacerbates our restlessness in, in part in other ways because we can find taking holidays in the situation that we're in difficult for whatever reason. We can't or we don't want to or, or the plans change. And of course, it exacerbates restlessness in other ways because living with a pandemic not only knocks out rhythms we may have had, it also makes us more on edge, easily tired, more lethargic, more prone to being overburdened, more anxious, fearful. The list goes on. And of course, yes, we know as well that COVID-19 exacerbates our restlessness because living with a pandemic accelerates change. But deep down, for many, possibly ourselves, even before COVID-19 came along, our lives were exacerbating this restlessness. We were living out of sync with our creator God, with our twin pursuit of accumulation, especially an accomplishment. Or as the writer to Ecclesiastes says, our eyes had not been satisfied with only seeing. We need to recover the rhythm of God's rest for us. We work from rest, not to rest, but at rest. So what is God's rest? Just as in the first Genesis creation account, we can identify a rhythm to God's work days on days one to six. We can also identify a rhythm to God's rest day on day seven. On the seventh day, we read God had finished his work he had done and he rested. God's rhythm, though, on the seventh day was a different rhythm from the work days around a threefold repetition of the words on the seventh day. God rested from the work he had done. We then see how God's rhythm of rest is built around four verbs. In verse 2 of chapter 2, we read, God finished, God rested, God blessed, and God hallowed. These four verbs provide us with the framework of what is known as a Sabbath rest. From an early stage in the Old Testament, actually just after the exodus from Egypt, when the people of God were traveling through the wilderness of sin and God provided manna from the heavens for them. This day of rest became known as the Sabbath, which it was in Jesus' day and still is today. When we go back to those four verbs and look at them, we see God finished. The first characteristic of Sabbath is to stop work. The Hebrew word Shabbat means quit, stop, take a break. It means to cease doing any paid or unpaid work for a 24-hour period. God rested. The second characteristic of Sabbath is to enjoy rest. It means to engage in activities which restore and replenish us, whatever this might be, and enjoy them. 
In other words, don't feel guilty or don't get run down by not resting. It also means, for that reason, a Sabbath day is not a day off when we might do household jobs. God blessed. The third characteristic of Sabbath is to practice delight. God looked at the world he created and pronounced it very good. And the word Sabbath can also be translated as to delight. Therefore, to observe Sabbath, God is inviting us to participate and delight in creation. God hallowed. The fourth characteristic of Sabbath is to contemplate God. At the heart of a biblical Sabbath is to ponder the love of God. It's to worship him because it's a holy day to the Lord. God made it sacred and thus we don't take time off from him. But we draw closer to him on this day. It doesn't mean we then spend all the day in prayer and Bible study. But they should be part of the Sabbath. It was this framework of rest Jesus was offering as part of his invitation. Remember, we receive his rest by taking up his yoke, which was like with the other rabbis, his teaching. This was Jesus' teaching on Sabbath rest, a foretaste of heaven on earth, because this is what the Sabbath day represented. Now, you may have some questions, perhaps like this one. Well, I haven't got time to take a Sabbath. This is why we need to recover the rhythm of God's rest for us. We work from rest, not to rest, but at rest. Day seven was the last day of creation. But what did day seven represent for humanity? It was day one. We don't work to rest, as is the mantra for many today. We work from rest. And this spirit of restfulness then impacts and goes with us throughout the week. Some of you may have another question. Maybe you might have some biblical knowledge and maybe you'd be thinking, well, doesn't it sound a bit legalistic? And didn't Jesus have some heated debates or heated exchanges with the Pharisees over the Sabbath? Well, yes, he did. But why did he? You see, by Jesus' day, not only was the Sabbath still number four of the Ten Commandments, by Jesus' day, not only was the Sabbath the only commandment with a why the Israelites should remember it and observe it, because by following the Sabbath, they would remember God's love for them. And they would then demonstrate by keeping it their love for God and one another, both and their neighbour, both of which were good. And by Jesus' day, of course, not only was the Sabbath, yes, with circumcision and the food laws, the badge of Jewish identity. Yes, yes, yes. But by Jesus' day, the Sabbath had also become far more regulated than God ever intended, with 39 categories of work forbidden on it. This was what got Jesus into trouble with the Pharisees because he wanted to put the Sabbath back into its creation salvation context which is what his invitation of rest was doing and also what his five recorded miraculous healings on the Sabbath were doing. In fact all by one of Jesus' encounter with the Pharisees on the Sabbath involved such healings. But did Jesus want to abolish the Sabbath? No. He reaffirmed the commandment. Did Jesus practice the Sabbath? Absolutely. It was part of Jesus' regular weekly rhythm. As Luke's Gospel reminds us, Jesus goes into the synagogue in Nazareth to inaugurate his ministry to the world on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. We work 
from rest, not to rest, but at rest. We need to work at keeping rest. As the writer to the Hebrews says, a Sabbath rest still remains for the people of God. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest. We need to work at keeping rest because lots of us find being restful hard. In words from my favourite Bruce Springsteen song, at rest I was not at ease and it, to be at ease I could not rest. When I was prescribed rest four years ago after my cycling accident, I learned then it required work to rest. I've had similar conversations with at least two members of our church in recent days and weeks about the necessity for them to rest while reminding them they'd need to work at keeping it. So let me leave you this morning with four exercises from which we can work out on keeping rest by practising a 21st century biblical Sabbath based around those four verbs of Sabbath. You'll find these exercises on the website. Firstly, it's called the basics. Work out when we're going to take our Sabbath. Obviously for Jews it's a Friday evening to a Saturday evening, but that may not work for you. You may find taking a whole day difficult at first, so take part of a day. It's often good as well to have a start and end ritual to your Sabbath. Secondly, prepare well. The Jews called the day before Sabbath the preparation day. Because a good Sabbath is one which has to be prepared for. It's why it's different from a day off. Thirdly, for some of us, make it a digital detox. Lots of us have a love-hate relationship with our smartphone or other portable devices. They can be so helpful to us, but they also have apps on them which are designed to be addictive to our brains, distracting of our attention and consuming of our focus. On a Sabbath day, switch them off. Or if this isn't possible, maybe check up only twice a day and certainly turn off the alerts. Fourthly, try using one of the daily office exercises I introduced in week five of this series to help us to frame the day around contemplating and loving God. We work from rest, not to rest, but at rest. In closing, as many of us may remember, the vision for this series came from a Bible verse. I believe a prophetic word, a beautiful picture to produce passion in the last chapter it is of Song of Songs to help us thrive as we ride this emotional roller coaster. Who is that coming out of the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved? It's an invitation each day as we're on this roller coaster to let Jesus be the person who sat on the ride next to us, to lean into him through the loops of the ups and downs, through the twists and turns, through the clear paths and the dark tunnel of uncertainty ahead, and to be transformed by him through these events by the security of knowing his unconditional love for us. When we lean into him on this roller coaster, through the practices we've introduced each week, we change through the breath prayers, through the examine prayers, through the rhythm of the daily office, through the practice of the presence of God, through silence and solitude, through practicing a biblical Sabbath of working from rest, not to rest, but at rest. We change so much so that when this roller coaster ride does stop, we have become the living representation of this picture. A picture glorifying to God. Who is that? <laughs> 
coming out of the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved. It's you. Shall we pray together? Once again, we might want to just open our hands and our arms to receive all that God might want to give us this morning. Oh God, who created rest, restoring us a rhythm of Sabbath rest, we come to you to receive your yoke, to work from rest, not to rest, but at rest, to stop, to be refreshed, to be blessed, to be holy, but above all, to find our rest in you. In Jesus' name, Amen.